stats versus facts. Hey, stats versus facts. Hey, know where we at on the stats versus facts. Yeah, my boy, hella black on the stats versus facts. And you might get smacked by these stats versus facts. Hey, welcome to Stats versus Facts, episode number, dang, this is 37, 37, man. What's going on? It's your boy, Marsh. Right now, I am very happy to welcome a special guest on the show, Mr. Tony Batista, pro wrestling champion. What's going on, bro? You gotta do one of these What's going on, Marsh, my boy? I'm all right. Living, man. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm doing good, man. Great to have you on the show. Uh, the other, my other guys, uh, Swish EA, uh, will be here uh, a little bit later on, and we're also having uh, baseball analyst JJ also gonna be on the show uh, later on as well. But uh, shoots, man, I just wanted to get started with this by asking you. You know, you've been a, a friend of mine. You know, you for about. A, couple years now um actually um what kind of got you into wrestling man you know tell us a little bit about your journey you know a little bit about your about your title that you hold all right so well the title that i'll, I'll start with the title is the, is the is the shorter story i'm the texas wrestling association heavyweight champion it's a it's a promotion in san antonio um and you know i'm proud of the, you know i got there I, my first title I'm proud to have it, and I'm representing. Even though I'm in Texas right now, I'm still representing. I'm still the champion, and I'm going to go. When this is up, hopefully it's up soon, this COVID thing is up soon, I'm going to go back and defend what I earned. And um, as far as as far as those other titles are concerned in Texas, I'm still gunning for one in particular. And, I, you know, I believe you had the owner of one of those titles on a few weeks ago. <laughs> Two weeks ago, actually? Yeah, a few weeks ago, Max Castellanos. <laughs> I have a nice little rivalry that's not finished yet, and I am the number one contender for that title, so I'm coming for him. Yeah. Target back. But now, nah, I mean, as far as what got me into wrestling, I got the kind of typical story in the you know, in the sense of, um, I well, I, I grew up watching wrestling. I can't, I can't pinpoint an age. Like I go, there's two things that I love more than I don't know what. It's baseball and wrestling, and both those things I can't be like, well, I was three years old and I watched this. I can't pinpoint it because it goes that far back. It was just something that was there. No one influenced the wrestling. It was just on TV, and it was just like, whoa. It was something that was larger than life, and it just captivated me. And I just didn't understand why when I was little. But now that I'm older, I can understand the psychology behind it and why I was so drawn to it. And um, I didn't think it was a realistic thing to do. Like, how, how, how do you how do you go? Was there a wrestling school? Like, what do you do? How, like, how do you become a wrestler? Oh, lo and behold, there is wrestling schools. Um, so when I finally got serious about my life and chasing my dreams, because, um, you know, I come from that background where dreams are not really something you chase, you know, you, you go for the short route. Um, but I said, you know what, bump that. I'm going to go follow my dreams. And um, got lucky, found a school, got trained up, have a little knack for wrestling. And now it's, uh, I'm proud to say that wrestling is my job and I love wrestling. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. You know, um, I had a chance to see you wrestle, and, you know, it was really, really, uh, you know, a joy to see. Uh, really, really was, man. Like, you know, you you command a ring presence as well. Um, you know, it's really, really good. And also that you were able to 
Um, you won that match as well. And the fact that, you know, people think that wrestling is fake. And it, honestly, it's really, really not. You know what I mean? It's really not fake at all. You call it, call it the F word. <laughs> the F word. That's y'all's F word. Um, it's really, really not. So, um, you know, it, it, the slaps really are one thing that when you hit somebody, that sound that it makes and the pain that you can see in their face, it's just like, dang. And something that I remember you had said to me before was, yeah, Marsh, uh, you you're gonna give slaps and you're gonna take them, you know you gotta take them at, take them like a man. You can't punk out on it. So you're like you know you you're like hey if it happens it happens, but you're gonna go on and, and continue to match and you go you know you going for the win. And I say hey man I I, I respect that I heavily respect that bro. I mean those chops. It's funny you mentioned that. I'm glad, I'm actually kind of glad you brought that up. Um, I mean the chops is one thing, but actually taking the fall you know you call them the bumps. It's not easy on the body. You know yeah. What I, mean? I mean, people think that it's a trampoline. The ring is not. They don't really have much good. But you know how to do it correctly. And hopefully, you uh, doing it correctly will provide you with longevity. Yeah. But everybody has their limits. You know what I mean? And it's it's, it's, it's a it's a rough way to make a living. But we love what we do, so I'm not complaining. But right. no, uh, wrestling is fake. And typically, I don't really. I used to get angry. Now I really don't, mm-hmm. and it's not because I don't care. It's just because wrestling is a very niche sport. Right. So if you don't, but, but they have, but, but wrestling, we do have our own demographic. And if people don't, you know, if you don't fit that demographic, then I don't. Why should I argue with it? You know what I mean? Like, so it's like if it's fake, it's fake. Okay. Like somebody told me, you know, that stuff is fake, right? I said, yeah, but the Rock doesn't really jump off of airplanes with a vehicle and with a parachute landed on the ground or. <laughs> Right. Doesn't really freeze things like this. That you know what I mean? Like it's just it's the same thing, you know. It's, but, but what we do is we we, we evoke emotion. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. And we and, and inspire. Like for me, I'm I'm, I'm you know I'm, I'm the good guy. So like, if I could just touch one little kid the way I was impacted when I was a child watching it on TV, if yeah. I could provide that experience live to a child, then I'm happy because that's what I do. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm sure X loves getting yelled at and even cursed at and insulted because to him that's probably his high because I mean let's face it he's a jerk but I mean that's what he does I mean so I'm pretty sure he he well he's evoking emotions so it's all about emotions man yeah and, and like he, so yeah wrestling is not fake I mean yeah yeah certain things are predetermined blah 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 but I got an eight inch scar on my forearm that tell you otherwise you know what I mean mm. I mean it is what it is yeah you gotta be a madman to do what we do for a living but we love it, so it's 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 our nine to five, you know. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, right now, joining us, we got uh, EA and uh, JJ. Uh, what's going on, guys? Well, let's get JJ hey, in a second. What's going on? What's going on? Good, good, good. Uh, it's it's uh, nice. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, two of y'all. All right, uh, JJ and EA. This is. Uh, Texas, uh, the TWA uh, champion out of San Antonio, uh, Tony Batista. We got on with us right now, man. Um, okay. He's okay. sharing his story about wrestling, what kind of got him into it, and you know how he's you know trying to inspire, uh, you know, little kids, you know, being being a role model. You know, he's he, he's he's a uh, number one contender 
to uh, Max Castellanos. Uh, belt. <laughs> so we oh, got a little ready. I'm gonna tell you, bro. I'm about to build me a goddamn wrestle ring right in my front yard, bro. Real talk. Get <laughs> somebody with that goddamn sweet chin music and shit. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, but, all right. Yeah, but, that man Marshall got a fade finally. Nah. That's a bet. Hey, for about time. What's up? You you you, you trusting the outdoors now? <laughs> you trusting the outdoors now, young man? Nah, man. This is time, man. Too much hair on the head. Gets too hot. You know, I start bro, sweating. It's okay, bro. All you gotta do is wear a mask, I guess. Let's straight, bro. Yeah. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. But, uh, shoots, man. JJ, we got you here, man. Let's talk some baseball because that is uh, Tony's, you know, other favorite sport outside of wrestling, man. We had opening day tonight. Um, we had the Yankees go up against the Nationals. Um, and, Tony, I think you were also a Yankees fan, if I'm not mistaken, right? Actually, hold on, I don't think I can hear him. Hold on one second. Hold on, I couldn't hear you, Tony. Go ahead. So I grew up across the street from Yankee Stadium. Like, legit, I walk out of my apartment building, I look to the left, there's Yankee Stadium. So I, I'm like, I, I bleed Prince right blue. So yeah, man, my Yankees right now, we're giving it to the Nationals, but they got rain delayed. So I'm like, come on, man. You only got 60 games. We ain't going to... You got to put this one on hold. So I'm a little bit frustrated. But that's that's the way the cookie crumbles, man. True, true, true. Um, and I think JJ, uh, if I can get him back, I'm have a little bit of sound problem. Um, JJ was also, JJ was a, uh, say it again? Can you hear me now? Yeah, we can I'm hear you now. now. Yeah, we can hear you now. We can hear you now. JJ, uh, was a uh, Astros, yeah, Astros fan, correct? Yeah, but you know what? I'm an Astros fan, and I feel like they deserve to get hit every game. I remember, I think it was like a scrimmage, scrimmage game just before the season started up. Yep. Altuve and Bregman, Bregman, yeah. Back to back, got hit by pitches. Yeah. Back to back pitches. So I'm like, honestly. A lot of people thought that uh, because the, the season got delayed as long as it did, got pushed back as far as it did, that everyone forgot about, oh, how about the Astros shooting scandal? How about all this? Yeah, they didn't forget. No, no one, nobody forgot about that. Because <laughs> sure enough, first game, Altuve and Bregman get hit. So I was like, yep. And then that shows how the season's going to go. And, and I'm upset that the Yankees game got delayed. I was like, Okay, so we got the Yankees against the, of course, the World Series champs, the Nationals. Mm-hmm. And the Yankees, they look good this season. They do. They look, <laughs> they look really good this season. Hold on, hold on. What did you say, Tony? Hold on, one sec. Yeah, we look sexy every season. No, but this, but this season we're looking, we're looking good. Except for we got some, uh, we got some issues with the starting rotation, but. We got my man Cole, so that kind of, in the 60 game uh, season, it almost kind of makes up for it, um, especially when we get my man Chapman back. But I mean, we'll see what happens. They're looking, they were looking great so far, mm-hmm. like great. Yeah, um, I was gonna say I I caught a little bit of the game um, earlier. Um, I know it was at that point three one. Uh, the Yankees were winning, 
Um, yeah, four one now. It's four one now. Okay. Uh, yeah. And it got it did get delayed, like you said. Um, yeah. They're in the what? Six inning. Okay. The six. Yeah. Yeah. Top of the six. Okay. So, based on what you've seen, game one, um, JJ and uh, uh, Tony, like I said, I know you you say y'all look sexy every season. Do y'all believe that the Yankees are going to win it this year? Um, I know it's early, too early to tell, but early predictions, do you think that they can, you know, take it all the way? Or do you find, uh, you know, there might be somebody else that could be taking them out? Because I hear talk about the Dodgers possibly, you know, being able There's to. There's a Yankee, Yankee Dodger World Series. Right. I, I think this is the, the, they have the makings for that. The Yankees, Yankees on paper have a team that's like, that should be a championship caliber team. Mm-hmm. But a lot of variables with the 60 season. There's a lot of different rules. It's a lot of things. Like a lot of things like moving down the line. Yeah. Like I compare it to like the NFL season. Like you know how every game in the NFL means something. Yeah. Because that season. Well, that's the way it's for baseball. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you can't afford yeah. to go. Yeah. Like, it's that critical. You know what I mean? It's it's, it's gonna be interesting. Which yeah. means yeah. a lot of teams could probably make a that unexpected run here. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, who was it? Uh, that's, a, that's a nice thing about baseball. Like you can have all the top players in the league, but it, it could all go away after like maybe one or two bad games. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's the cool thing about baseball. And you saw that new uh, well, the owners haven't approved it, but they supposed to say. Yeah, the but, new playoff, the new playoff, uh, line, like not lineup, but like idea that they're trying to get. It's already, it, all it is is waiting for MP owner approval, but it's going to be an expanded playoff. It's going to be trying to bring for 16 teams, is it? 16 teams in the playoffs now. Is I believe yep. it? Yeah, it is 16 teams. So they're pretty much going to the format of you know NBA and the NHL. Uh, well, yeah, those are the only <laughs> other ones that have that type of format. I mean. I'm a. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm a little. Eh, I'm a little eh with it because the reason why baseball was so competitive to me because it came down to those final. You know, it came out to those four teams. Granted, you had that wild card. I was okay with that. Eight teams. You really letting a lot of teams in. That it's just like, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I want to see that extended amount of playoffs for the baseball unless you're gonna shorten the season which I feel like they would have to do. They need to shorten the season if you're going to have that many teams in there. And I don't care if it's just, oh, well, the first round will be, you know, first to, you know, three out of five, second round will be three out of five, and then the final two will be four out of seven. I don't want to see that. If you're going to have extended teams shorten the season to maybe 100 games instead of the 162. But to your point, you're losing money. Everybody's losing money. At that, at, yep. at that aspect. But in the same... I, I will say this. No, because you're still probably going to get around the same amount of baseball with the extended uh, uh, playoffs and whatnot because, you know, people are going to tune in, you know, to, to watch more of the playoffs if you, even if you limit the games. So, I don't know. I mean, I think, because, you know, I think it's all driven by the dollar. So right. I don't think that rule that the extended playoff is going to happen next season. If everything goes back to normal, yeah, I don't think it. I just think it's more of a way to extend the season, 
to, to generate more revenue and more exciting stories because they can't, they're gonna want some crazy stuff like top three teams get to pretty much choose that was one theory but I think it's gonna be the same thing like, like I don't know they were talking about a lot of different theories yeah but I, but I don't see that happening in the 162 game season that'll be too much yeah Oh yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Um, now to uh, the Dodgers, uh, Clayton Kershaw, their ace pitcher, got uh, put on the IO, which uh, could, back, but like uh, back tightness, something of that nature. Yeah, which could definitely that could definitely be a, a big blow to the Dodgers if he's you know going to be out for even you know extended period of time. I don't know how long he's supposed to be out for. They didn't they hadn't specified yet. Like in a way, like Kershaw, like Kershaw, he's a really good pitcher. I will give him, I will give him that. Like he's one of the top pitchers in the major league. Uh-huh. But honestly, the Dodgers, I feel that they pull people out of nowhere unexpectedly, and they still do really good. Like, uh, like Kershaw, I know he, like he's had his down, especially in postseason. Uh huh. Like choking wise, right? Like it really. When it really matters, but if they miss him for like a few, like I'm pretty sure with his back, I think it's gonna go maybe one to two weeks, 15 day DL, uh, 15 day IL, just because they want to make sure that his back is good. Because pitching, you need a, your whole body pretty much for every single pitch. If you have one little tweak somewhere, it's gonna throw everything off, and you might end up injuring something else that you don't want to. Like prolong the process, right? But honestly, I feel like with the Dodgers, they can they can probably throw in not even a like a top pitcher and they'll still be okay. Because I feel like they have probably one of the best defenses as of right now in the majors. Mm-hmm. Especially with the extension, with the signing extension with uh, Bet. Yes. So like you got him, Bellinger, Turner. Like it's just. Seems like there's a threat everywhere, just like the Yankees. Yeah, and, and yeah. Betts himself is getting, uh, what was it? It's like a, a zillion dollars for 12 years. <laughs> yeah, it's like $380 million. 396, $396 for 13 years. $396 for 13 years. That's that's insane. I mean, he's broke. But you know what the funny, you know what's crazy though? That's still not what Patrick Mahomes is making. <laughs> So many, those injuries, though, that's where the, the, the fun part starts. For me, anyways, as a baseball nerd, you know, people get bored with baseball because it's just, it is what it is. But I see it for the tactics involved, the strategy. Right. So, like, what, you uh-huh. know, Ace is gone. Okay, what are you going to do? See, now with the short season, you can put more weight on your bullpen. But is, yep. is the Dodgers bullpen going to be able to last? Like, it's all kinds of funky things that could happen that could be different between winning a championship or not. Yeah. So, like, it's, it's interesting, man. It's really interesting. This is like, it, I hate the fact, I can't say hate. I just like the fact that the season is 60 games. But one, I'm grateful that baseball is back because the watch of baseball. Right. And two, really interested because there's a lot of dramatics that can happen this season. Yeah, there really, really are. Um, I myself are a Rangers fan. Um, I don't expect them to really do a whole lot. However, I um, can't remember his name. 
Um, but last year, early on, he was one of the the better uh, uh, the better players for the Rangers um, as far as hitting wise. I just I can't think of his name. Um, blank right now. I have to. I, I can't remember right now. Yeah, no, but honestly, with the Rangers' main player, I always watched was uh, Hamilton. He hasn't been there for a good minute. Oh yeah, Hamilton was <laughs> Hamilton was great. I yeah, Josh, Josh Hamilton in that in that run uh, when they should have won at least one World Series title back in 2010-2011. But anyway. When they went back to back? Yeah. Yeah, that was... I mean, the Rangers have been... They have, they've had a consistent squad in the last few years. They really have. They, um, yeah. They've been that, okay. They've been... That, 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 that curve hit and then the Astros became the, tip, the, the talk of the town pretty much, you know? Yeah, but the Rangers took a dive too because they went from being that class of the that division to being pretty much the bottom of that division. You know, granted the Astros did come into town and they rose up to power, but the Rangers were they were in there. Remember the 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 famous battles with the Blue Jays, Altuve and uh, 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 was it uh, not Altuve? It was uh, but Batista Andrews and Andrus, right? Odor. Oh, Odor, Odor, Odor. The Odor rock. Man, he's yeah, <laughs> he should. He should did. So, um, but I don't expect them. I don't expect the Rangers to go too far um, this year. But you never know. It could be a surprise uh, coming out. Um, you know, to win it all this year. But Dodgers, Yankees. I could see that. Uh, we'll see if you know Kershaw will be um, able to. To come back and str- come back strong. Looks like looks like I, we I, lost I, AJ. I have a little theory though, but I'm not, you know, like I said, it's all theory because baseball is that you just don't know. You know what I mean with baseball? Baseball is that amazing to me. You just don't know. Mm-hmm. But like, I think that Kershaw being down mm-hmm. could potentially affect the Dodgers, even with Mookie in the lineup, because <laughs> I feel like starting pitching or pitching in general is going to be the bread and butter when it comes to a sixty-game season. Oh yeah, absolutely. I don't, I don't know if I'm right though, but and the reason I say I don't know if I'm right because you think the team like the Yankees, granted, Cole was on the mound, he gave up one home run, uh-huh. and with a pop, things like that happen. But the Yankees are we're, so we're supplied with power, so we could do away, we could get away with flipping the pitch or two, because on any given night, our bats are good. There's no one that can stop. I would if we just home runs. Oh, it's just one of those things that I don't know. But if the Yankees are off, they might be all out of whack too. Yeah, I I, I would agree. Um, this looks like we got JJ back. Um, go ahead, now, JJ. Uh, uh, Tony was saying that this season pitching is going to be one of those things that is going to be uh, one of the most crucial things this season. Uh, make sure I correct quoted you correctly. I agree completely. Uh, in the short season. Completely. You know, uh, now he said, however, for the Yankees, if their bats get hot because they just have that power, watch out. You know, that that could could really, really um, be a huge factor. If you have teams that don't have strong bats like that, you know. And like, like yeah, the Yankees, I'm, I'll admit, they're giants when it comes to power at the plate. But like, the one thing I love about baseball is that, like, yeah, you can have these powerful hitters, but sometimes, like, these powerful hitters will go 0 for 4 
Hold on, hold on, JJ. We, we, we lost you. Go ahead and say what you said again. Oh, it looks like... J J. Really good player. J J. We say what you said, man. We lost you okay. for a second. Uh, I was just saying, like with baseball, like you can have the. Uh, so, <laughs> so J J. We, we we'll have to we'll have to. We're gonna go to a quick break. Uh, and we're gonna pick. <laughs> I know, I know. We're gonna we're gonna take a quick break and then we'll come back to what you're saying because right now we're having some technical difficulties with you sounding uh, like R two D two right now. But we'll be right back with uh, more with uh, Tony and JJ and EA. Uh, you're good. So uh, we'll be right back and y'all check out this next song. We'll be we'll check out this first song we're gonna have for you. We'll be right back. Y'all just heard Elevate by Lakey Inspired. Lakey, you know, one of my favorite artists. Y'all don't know him. Check him out. YouTube, SoundCloud, uh, Spotify, other platforms, man. Appreciate, you know, you got the songs, man. So uh, right now, we got JJ back with us. And we also have joining us, Swish. Swish is in the building. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's up? Uh-huh. Chilling, man. chilling. Uh, Brooklyn won't be joining us today. He's doing all right, though. Um, so we'll, we'll catch him next time. But uh, getting back into baseball. So um, Tony had mentioned, uh, or actually, excuse me, JJ was responding to what Tony said about uh, the Yankees, um, you know, having the, the bats to be able to, to to win games, a lot of games this year. So go ahead, JJ. Yeah, so like, I'm agreeing with Tony where he, where he said, like, it's going to revolve more around the pitching. Mm-hmm. Because in a sixty game, if a pitcher has one bad game, that could that could pretty much drop you out of like. Of course, they extended the, like the postseason, right? But it could still drop you to like a lower state, right? And like with the one thing I love about baseball, like I was saying, is that you can have the best hitters in the league, right? Like Stanton, I'll be I'll be afraid to go up against him because I know how deadly he is with the bat. For real. But I also know that there's sometimes where he'll go. On like a a dry streak yeah. for a good amount of games. Yeah, he'll go like for zero for eight or something like that. Yeah, like look at like look at this. So there was one year where the Oakland A's they brought in players that were consistent at hitting, not hitting home runs, not hitting. hitting like these big hits, but just hitting. Mm-hmm. Like they were just consistent the whole time, and they ended up going like on a twenty twenty one game win streak that pretty much I remember that to the postseason. I remember that. You know, so that's why, like, since this season is a lot shorter, a lot smaller, the pitching is gonna have to be at its like tip-top level. Yeah. Just because, like, if you have one bad game, it's gonna affect you pretty much the rest of the season. Yeah. And like the Yankees, like, I keep I'm still praying for Tanaka because getting getting nailed by Stanton in a like a little like practice BP. Yeah. Like I just read right now that he's uh. He's good, but he's going to start wearing a protective insert in his cap so that way he can still pitch. Yeah. So I don't know if that means that he's cleared, he's going to be back in the lineup, 
or or I don't know what's going on there, but after I saw that video, I was like, mm. yeah. could even hear it wherever the camera was. Yeah, yeah. I remember seeing that on the, on the highlights. So I was like, sheesh. I was like, Ooh, I, I know that feeling. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, is pretty, well. that is pretty wild. That is pretty wild. Well, before we, uh, you know, I, I know Tony's got to go, but we do want to talk about uh, Mike Tyson, man, coming back to fight Roy Jones Jr. Um, September the 12th. We know the date now. Um, I'm excited, man. I'm, I'm excited about this. Heck yeah, I'm excited, man. Who? I mean... Yo, if, even if it's just for the nostalgia, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I, you know, and, and it's funny, people are going crazy in the comments. Like, I read today, he was like, oh, somebody wrote, I'm high-key scared for Roy Jones. And I'm like, why? Like, A Roy lot Jones, of people forget who Roy Jones is. Like, yeah. I must have forgot. Yeah. <laughs> like, nah. And it's an exhibition. They're not, they're not, I don't. I think they're gonna they're gonna do their thing. They're gonna put on a show, but it's an exhibition. No one's gonna go. The the the, the match that they're gonna go to lob each other's head off is uh Nate Rob Nate Robinson and um that YouTube dude. Nate Robinson and, and uh was it Jake Paul? Jake oh. Paul, yeah. <laughs> that's wet, and that'll be yeah. fun. Yeah. Oh. My audience is wet too. Yeah, yeah, man. It's it's. <laughs> For Roy Jones and Mike, it's gonna be cool because that's yeah. That's we would never we would have never saw that. You know what I mean? Both in their prime, I don't think it would happen. Yeah. I mean, we're fighting in two different divisions in their prime, too, so. Right. All I'm going to say is, I, I, the person I'm scared for is Nate Robinson, because his training didn't look all that good, to be honest with you. I see. It's looking sloppy. Yeah. <laughs> it looked, mm-mm. And, and I'm not uh, saying Jake Paul's some type of giant, you know, that he, but I don't know, Nate. You, uh, I don't know. I got to see a little bit more than that, man. You got to see a little bit more than that. So, we will see. But um, uh, EA and Switch, I know y'all came in. Did y'all have any questions for, for uh, Tony as far as, you know, wrestling, you know, his wrestling career, anything like that, man? Open man, floor, I, I, I miss everything. Am I going to see you on Monday Night Raw? Man, that's, that's, man, that's the Lord's. If the Lord will have it that way, we're going to make it happen. But the, that's that's the goal, man, to make it make um, I'm uh, a fan WWE, you know, that's why I grew up watching, especially growing up in New York, that's what you get most of. Yeah. But in all reality, there's a lot of different avenues where you can go out there and make a name for yourself and make a living. So if I'm blessed with patience, then that's where I'm going to go. I'm gonna work hard to see where, that, where I end up at, you know what I mean? But the goal is to end up be yes. Hopefully yeah. soon, man, you never know. I mean, yeah. over this kind of, you know. Oh, yeah, just, for everybody. Yeah, best belief, for sure. Yeah, it's slowing down a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, that's the plan, man, to work to the top, man. This is not, no, I mean, I love it and it's fun, but this is not a hobby, you know what I'm saying? This is how I want to feed my family. So, yeah. Hopefully, man, hopefully it'll happen soon, sooner rather than later. Absolutely. And then my last question to you <clears throat> would be when can we expect that uh, uh, that Tony Max uh, match? When is that going to happen, man? When, uh, the title match? Oh, title yeah. match. When are you going to take his title from him? The re to the re to the re, re, re. Man, I've been fighting that dude since July 2017. Damn. <laughs> since 2017, man. And it's just like, I'm right there every single time, but something always happens. This joker comes on, he, he jumped me from behind, and did this, and do that. There's always something that's stopping me, man. But uh, hopefully there's a 
there that, that comes soon where, where we, you can trap both of us in the ring. No one there, no one out. I don't know anything. Yeah. Come up on top and grab that title because I've been looking at that title. That title's pretty. I want it. You know what I mean? I want it. It needs to be mine. He's so good, but he does so many unnecessary things. It's just like, God, you wake up, just you wake up with evil thoughts in your head. It's just like, he's like I don't get it. You know, he's a man. I do this mean, man. But you know, it's all he, good. he did say he was the bad guy, but I didn't, yeah. I didn't know it was like that. Yeah, he's the like that. He's the jerk, man. What can I say? You know, this. You want to keep this show clean, but man, if I can say some other words that are more comfortable. Hey, it's all good. Hey, let it fly. Good. <laughs> he, got, he got something to get off his chest, huh? Hey, that's what we're here for. Yeah, man. The thing is that he, at the end of the day, he's talented. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. he's, he's talented. Like, you got to give him credit. Give the devil his, his due. You know what I mean? And that's what it is. I mean, for yeah, real. Swiping, no swiping, huh? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I hope next time y'all do face off, man, would be a great match. I'm pretty sure you'll come out victorious. I hope so, man. I hope so. Yep. And I hope Bob Jack could be out there too, man, because you know, there's one thing I when he and I wrestle each other, it does get live because I mean we're both intense dudes, so mm-hmm. we let that show and, and and we let that show with our work. You know what I mean? Because we we want it. We got, we both want to get after it. Yeah. Nah, man, the way you talk, it sounds like a good fight to see. Yeah. When it's yeah, going down, you, yeah, you, the way you talking, that's talking about last man standing. <laughs> yeah, that, some old school, uh, The Rock versus Stone Cold. <laughs> Where is that? What do we want to bring back? That's some of that, that old school with a new, to, new school twist is what we want to bring back to professional wrestling. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. My adopted, my adopted home. Texas, my adopted home. You know, I'm a New Yorker through and through, but Texas, yes, Texas. yes, sir. East Coast. Yep. Yeah. East Coast. Absolutely. Well, you know, we will definitely, we're gonna have y'all. We'll definitely have y'all both back. Uh, you, you and Max. Uh, you know, to talk Ooh. about some things, man. We will. That'll definitely. Ooh, we. Hey, good thing we doing this on Zoom. <laughs> 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 That'll definitely happen, man. We'll definitely have you back. Uh, Tell me before you get on, before you get on out of here. Uh, what is your, uh, if you want to drop uh, your IG to where people can follow you? Um, I know you got some merchandise as well. Yeah, I'm gonna follow you now. You know. Yep, yeah. Get my phone ready right now. Yeah. So uh, I'm at Tony Batista zero eight at uh, Instagram. Mm-hmm. Tony Batista at Facebook. Um, Tony Batista and um. And I got, you know, I got merch and everything. I don't have a, I don't have even as a website yet, but that's in the work. Doing um, company putting together a nice website for me or whatever. But I do have merchandise. I have T-shirts, wristbands, a whole bunch of stuff for the children, cause you know, yep. putting my stuff. And I'm all, about, I'm all about the kids, man. Yep. Um, inspiring them, and you could just DM me what's up, whatever. I ship them out to you, whoever needs them. But yeah, man, I appreciate you guys having me on, man. Showing me the love. I'm yeah. gonna show you guys love, man. Yeah, hey, man. Mark, hey, Mark, before y'all get into that basketball, tell these guys about the Kobe Bryant memorial that we did at work that one time. Oh, we could, yeah. No, no. We, I, 
for free though. We weren't living until we, we weren't leaving until we got the Jalen Jokic. But hey, we didn't even take that long to do it though. No, we didn't. We didn't. <laughs> We didn't. We didn't. Now that that was cool. That that really, really was. Um, just a little backstory. We after uh, Kobe's passing, me and uh, Tony went outside and we shot what twenty four free throws. We we had to make twenty four free throws. Eight threes. Yeah, twenty four free throws and eight threes. Yep. Ah, y'all put that work in. We sure did. Yeah, I was like that. Right out of my mouth, man. March is gonna be done, and I'm gonna take forever. But. Man, we, we we blew through it. Yeah, we did blow through it. We sure did. And then I made two. What I made two behind the back uh, half court behind, shots. Behind the back half court. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I should have had my phone for that one, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had to do it. We had to do it. Well, Tony, man, we appreciate you being on the show, my guy. Um, you know, like I said, go follow him. Um, and and uh, we can watch. We can check out some of your matches. Uh, you have some of your matches on um, uh, what uh, YouTube or uh, I know there's some on your page. Nah, you, you well you'll see some clips. And I don't really throw up too many matches on my on my, on my social media. Mm-hmm. But you know who actually has some of our matches, and of course they're gonna highlight the good parts of it. That jerk you was just talking about, Max. He <laughs> likes to throw up stuff on his YouTube. And then, of course, you're going to see Tony getting beat up. And you might see get a punch or two in. But, of course, he's going to make himself like a super match and throw some match. But, but, but nonetheless, there, there is some good matches there. He and I, um, some good competitive matches. Yeah. Of course, he's going to put his, his ass and, you know, get his shine on. But whatever, it's his page. I can't wait. To, uh, God, <laughs> I, I can't wait either, man. You, you let us know date, place. We be there. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Hey, I hope so, man. Side. I hope so, man. We be out there representing, man. It's it's so it's, 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 it's a good time. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a good time. For absolutely, sure. absolutely. Well, Tony, we appreciate you again, brother. Um, thank you for being on the show, my man. We really appreciate it, bro. Yeah, yeah man. Much sure. love yeah. having you guys. Hey, nice meeting all of y'all. Y'all be blessed, man. Absolutely, yeah, brother. Bro. Stay safe out there, bro. All right, bro. Take care. Well, guys. You know, we uh, still have J.J. here, and J.J.'s not just a baseball guy. He knows some NBA things, too. You know what I mean? We got we to gotta hop into some of this NBA stuff going on. You know what I'm saying? We yes, got we to. We got to. So, NBA started back with some live scrimmages yesterday and had some going on today. I was happy to see it, man. I really, really was. Uh, I missed some of them yesterday. I got to see more of them today. Saw some highlights a little bit here and there. Um, my takeaway was that um, LeBron still looks ready. LeBron been staying oh, ready. Again from today? Oh, okay. Yeah, for, for today. You know, um, uh, Giannis has still been killing it. You know what I mean? Uh, they just they put on a clinic against the Spurs. Um, although, highlight of the night or highlight of the day probably would have been that Drew Eubanks dunk. On uh, Giannis's brother, that was. Oh, cool stuff. Yeah, I mean, if he hadn't had a chance to go see that, he put him on the poster, and that. Yeah, that, yeah. That yeah. was that was a nice dunk. That was a nice dunk. Um, but the biggest takeaway for me that I saw from the games, well, another one, the Lakers were playing the Mavs, and Boban was going off. Oh yeah, their offense was looking real fluent. Boban was real going. Real fluent. Boban is going off, but the, the the biggest thing to me, and 
y'all, you guys might try to say, "Oh, you crazy, you crazy." That first uh, that Nuggets game, uh, who the Nuggets play? They even though they played the Wizards, they got a secret weapon, and it's not Michael Porter Jr. It's that man Bol Bol. That man <laughs> Bol Bol looked nice. He said, "He said first off, he said Michael Porter Jr. We ain't seen him in who knows how long." Hey, but Michael, but that line, that lineup, that lineup Denver had though. Yes, was actually was it three nice. Centers? It was like three centers, right? Three agile centers. Yeah. Man. Jokic looks slim. Yeah. Mason Plumlee looks like a like a small forward out there. Yeah. Handling the rock. Yeah. They're looking nice. And then you have Bobo, Paul Millsap, and Jeremy Grant. Let me tell you something, guys. I know it was against the Wizards, you know, and people were gonna say, "Well, the Wizards didn't have Bradley Beal, yada yada, this, that, and the other." Cool. If the Nuggets go into that type of lineup coming into the playoffs, and they're the number three seed. <clears throat> is that he's showing? Uh, oh, is that the? No, that's the dunk. Yeah, that, that, that was that was tough. Talk about the Spurs dunk. That that was tough. <laughs> um, if Bobo comes out there looking good, you know, like he did, and that the Magic come out. I mean, the Magic. Excuse me. The Nuggets come out with that lineup. They're gonna be too big. For teams to really handle seriously, they're they're they're, they're they have a lot of uh, size, you know, in, in their lineup. So you go up a team like the Clippers. I don't know if the Clippers can hang with them. If Bobo comes out hooping like he did, Jokic running the point. You have Grant coming out there. Their defense and their their you know the length that they have on defense is gonna be tough. <laughs> That's that's where I can say that the Clippers may not make the conference finals, and the only team that could possibly take them out would be the Lakers. You play, you play, with the you're link. giving them too much confidence. Now you're just giving them too much confidence. They're good. It's early. It's good, early. It's but early. Physicality. I mean, okay, look. I mean, here's the thing. Like, they may be long, but they can't match the strength with Paul George and Kawhi. They're gonna get banged around. What they gonna do? Okay, but even if they gonna do, can't get away with that much. Say it again, Swish. It's the new NBA. You can't get away with that much banging around. Yeah, yeah. they're going to let him play, man. They're going to come with tic-tac. Okay, but Bobo is 7'2", and he's agile. Even if you try to bump him off, you still got to get over his arm. Okay. So, I mean, that's the same thing you said about guys like KD or like a Giannis. I mean, oh, he's too skinny. He can't produce. He can't yeah. do this. He can't do that. Yep. And, and you're acting like Plumlee and... and uh, Jokic is small guys. They're not small guys. They got some. I didn't say that. I'm the, all I'm saying is you're acting like the Clippers are, are just gonna just bow down to their to their size. Oh, like, I'm not saying that, but I'm just but, saying but it's gonna. Aren't be... you the main person? Or the, or the, or the hype on, on the Clippers. So now now you're just doubting them. What now you mean? You're just replacing them with, with Denver. No, no. What happened? I, what I have said is that as currently constructed. Denver didn't have a chance because they didn't have a Bobo. Bobo is a, is a potential difference maker. And I had said that about Michael Porter Jr. as well because of their, their length that they have on him. Porter Jr. is what, about 6'10", 6'11"? Bobo is 7'2". With the jump shot and he's agile and he can pass. Like, that's that's something that the Clippers don't have. I, don't get me wrong. Kawhi and Paul George are good. You know, they're you know some of the best players in the league. But... Going up against somebody with that type of length is different because you gotta you gotta remember, yes, Kawhi and Paul are gonna get theirs, but how's that gonna affect the rest of their their guys? You think Lou Williams is gonna be able to go into the paint and get layups easy? No, if not, if you have Bobo in there. Okay. And granted, they might be a little bit quicker, you know, if they have if they're gonna be you know 
faster than uh, the Nuggets is, that's one thing. Nuggets can switch that up. They're going to have to put, you know, Murray, Barton, and some of those other guys in. But I don't know, man. It's not a foregone conclusion that now, okay, I would still say the Clippers are still going to go to the conference finals, but depending on how Bobo really gels with them, it's not a foregone conclusion that the Nuggets couldn't get there, man, as as the playoffs format is currently uh, set in. So I, I, I'm not I'm not ruling that out. I'm not gonna rule that out, man. So, I can see. But let me get let me get JJ's opinion real quick, and I'm coming to you, Switch. My bad. Go ahead. Go ahead, JJ. I don't know if you had a chance to. Well, I'm like listening to what you're saying. I'm like, yeah, Nuggets. I saw what the Nuggets did. Mm-hmm. The three big men. Mm-hmm. I was like, I haven't seen that in a good minute because I remember the Spurs. They had the twin towers with Robinson and Duncan. And right. they were lethal that way, but I'm going like I'm gonna agree with EA on it with like with the Clippers like they have Paul George they have Kawhi they also have who is it Lou Lou Williams we'll come right. off the yeah, and they, they picked up right. Morris yeah I mean, uh, go ahead yeah and Montrez Harrell they have Montrez Harrell off the like bench they, and they picked up Noah go ahead yeah like the Clippers have always been that team they're like oh they're gonna make it like I still I still think they're gonna make it to the conference finals. Mm-hmm. But I, now after I saw what the Nuggets did, like I feel like there's going to be a little, like, yeah, I get the Nuggets are going to be that threat, like, oh, they're big men. But then again, like, Kawhi's, Kawhi, Kawhi, yeah, Kawhi. Who's like, going to step like, out to Kawhi? I, they're not going to, okay, they're only a threat <laughs> within, like, 20 feet. And then we have, yeah, a, like, you have a whole, you have a Clipper squad with when all five people can can step beyond the arc. I don't, I'm not trying to hear nothing about no damn. Yeah. You have to make sure that they're hitting their shots, though, because if the Gav a oh, cold game, you, go, you, go, you gotta hit your shots with a bunch of seven foot. Exactly. Wait, you said who? 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 Because uh, Harold, I don't remember Harold hitting threes like that. And then if you, oh, tra- I mean, X, you can X out Harold. I mean, that's rebounds all day. But I mean, again, when, when you switch up the lineup, potentially you can have. Two or three lineups with all five stepping behind the arc. Okay, and that's cool. But also, you're acting like De- uh, Denver's big men can't shoot threes either. The only right, one that probably now, I'm talking about I'm talking about when Clippers are on offense and Denver's on defense. Okay, you think you, you think you think you think Bobo is gonna be able to handle somebody like a like a Morris twenty four seven? He just got to put his hand up. Oh my god! But okay. What else? What do you mean? Oh my god! You think okay, Bobo is essentially because uh, he's about as tall okay, as Porzingis. Yeah, okay, hold on, hold on, wait, 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 wait. Bobo is essentially about as tall as Porzingis, but Porzingis can't handle the rock like Bobo can. Okay, that's number one. I understand he doesn't have experience Actually, like that's that. A statement. Huh? If he can handle the rock a little better than Bobo. I don't know about that. The way the way I've seen Bobo handle that rock is kind of, but. It's still, you know, we're still early with it. Um, but I will say... That's my thing. I'm not going to compare Bobo to no KSP right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's still, he's still young. I get it. But he, he's had a chance to really, um, you know, handle the rock and stuff like that. So I, I'll give him that. But I will say that um, I got to see them going through these eight games. And also right now, there is no type of home court advantage. So the young guys are going to be coming out running and gunning. They're, they have all the confidence in the world. That's just something that's just different uh, from what we would normally see 
in a you know regular NBA playoff setting. If this was regular play NBA playoff settings, you have home court advantage. I'd be like, okay, throw that kind of out of the window. I'm still leaning to the Clippers, which I still am. But with the Nuggets' uh, size, and then you also have Jamal Murray who can still score. You have Gary Harris that can still get up his buckets. Barton coming off the bench is good. Craig can still D up as well. You got guys that you can really throw at the Clippers and make it tough for them. You know, that one might go seven. I'm going to be honest with you. See, and and a couple of weeks ago, you're saying the same exact thing against the Lakers. Now you're on Denver's side. So what do you mean when I was saying the same exact thing? What, what, what do you think? What do you mean I was saying the same exact thing about the Lakers side? What are you, what are you talking about? We were just talking about how 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 the Clippers' depth and their you know saying how their depth and, and size can potentially match up with LeBron and AD and all that, and you throwing defenders at who's switching and that, and now now you're talking about how Denver's automatically a, a threat after one but game. It's it's a completely different matchup, bro. Exactly, it's a completely different matchup. Like it's not like. I mean, it's not like he's switching sides. It's not like he went from saying he's going for the Clippers to saying he's going for the Lakers. He's just yeah. saying that Denver poses a threat. Yeah. Which they do. Yeah. They didn't pose it. They, you know, without. Denver did pose a threat always. I said that. Yeah, they did. I'm, I'm going to wait for my turn. No, go, no yeah. I'm, let me let me let Swiss go because I'll talk about it. Go ahead, Swiss. I don't even got nothing to say. But. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to my turn. <laughs> Yeah, but like uh, Denver was always a threat to me because of how deep they was even before I saw what Bobo can do. You know what I mean? Being able to see what Bobo is able to add to the game right now, he adds something that they will need going into like the third quarter, second quarter, late first quarter. You know what I mean? He's he's going to get them buckets off the bench. Right. He's going to he's going to get them defense off the bench. He's going to do that, bro. Right. There's not a lot of bench players that can stick with somebody like Bobo that's seven two and mobile. Just off that alone, he's going to be a force. You know what I mean? Exactly. And JJ, you got people like uh, Marjanovic out there being a force. He can't do a damn thing with the court just from being 7'6", though. Yeah. I mean, Boban, all, I mean, Bo, all Boban was doing was holding the ball up like this, faking, and then he, he even stepped out hitting threes. I mean, getting Even bored. if he missed a layup, you've seen him come right off the rim and clean it right back up. Just that oh, yeah. They were just being lazy. They were just being lazy against that on the defensive boards. Going hard, I though. So, and it's something to like, be said about being seven two and just towering over everybody. Because if you hit, yeah. if you miss a jumper and you get a long rebound, all you got to do is stick your hands up, catch it, and then you're pretty much right there. So it's going to be a force, bro. It's something yeah. you can't ignore. Yeah. Now, what I will give you credit on is that Kawhi and Paul George, if they really clamp down on Bobo single handedly, he's not going to be able to do anything. And that's not what I'm saying. Here's the thing, but you're acting like he got like foot, like like foot speed. Like a Paul Gasol or something like that. He's not gonna be, he's not gonna be able to handle Morris off the dribble. He's not gonna be able to handle people off the dribble. But he can recover because he's so long. That's the thing. <laughs> it's not like he's not mobile enough to recover from where he is against a lot of people. Yeah. He'll be going up against backups. It's not like he's gonna be going up against your stars, bro. Yeah. They're not. We'll get cooked up. But we'll see. I'm not I'm not I'm not put I'm not doubting Denver. They got talent. I've always been a fan of Denver. But I'm I'm not giving them all this hype, especially nah. against the, especially against the Clippers and the Lakers. Is that who they would even be matching up with? Why are we talking about this matchup? This would be the, this would be this would be the second round matchup as of right now. Okay. Um, and more than likely will be. I don't see uh, the Jazz or you know the Mavs or or the Rockets or the uh, Thunder tr- catching 
um, Denver. And even not... even at that, uh, say, you know, the Clippers and Denver switch seeds, you know, so what? The first round, Denver would probably go up against, they're probably going to go up against either the Rockets or the Jazz, which they can beat both of them, personally. Because if you're the Rockets, how are you going to match up with that size if you don't have anybody? You know what I mean? You just got two guns. Yeah. So, you know, that's going to be tough. And then with the Jazz, you do have Gobert. I will say that. Uh, But, you know, other than that, you don't really have a lot of size either. And I like Mitchell, but you're not going to be able to match up against him. So, potentially, Clippers and Nuggets, unless the Nuggets somehow fall to the fourth seed fourth seed in which they would end up going against the Lakers, which I don't know if the Lakers want to see that matchup that early. So, you know. I think you're being a little disrespectful to the Mavericks, bro. To the Mavericks? No, no. They looked really good tonight, bro. No, they, they did. Really Here's good. my thing. I am not going to cap. Here's my thing. With... Let me back it up real quick. Let me back it up real quick. Go ahead. The Mavericks probably have the most chemistry in the NBA. Yep. They are the number one the offense in the NBA. That is true. NBA. So if it's anybody capable of going on a, a run short term, which is what this season is, I mean, what it's going to come to is a short term run. If it's somebody capable of stringing it together fast, it's the Mavericks right now. Right. But here's my thing. Here's my thing with the Mavericks. Right now, they're sitting three games behind, or two or two games behind the uh, Rockets. Rockets and yeah. Rockets and the Thunder. So I don't really see them catching them. And they'll probably end up staying at seven. So, granted, with that, they're gonna have to go up against the Clippers. And I'm not saying they're gonna beat the Clippers. I would still have the Clippers winning. So that's why I'm not giving them the Mavericks a huge chance. Now, if they do go up against a team like Denver, different matchup, maybe. But right. more than likely, they're not gonna beat the Clippers in that first round. But they could push it they, to six. They can steal it. Is all I'm gonna say. I'm not gonna say Willow won't. Yeah. I'm gonna say that they can steal. Yeah, they they can. I'll say they'll push it to at least six. You know, I'm saying if it pushes past six and goes to seven, it's up in the air. Yeah, but I'll, it's I'll probably be. over in six or five. I'll say six. I, I'm not gonna say five because the way the Mavericks look, ugh, that's tough. It just depends on what we see from the Clippers, right? Come playoff time, I mean, that's true. You need to get with pa- all the talent that they have. They got the capabilities before. Oh, they hold way to the championship. <laughs> Possibly, but you do need to get Patrick Beverly back um, and Harold because neither one of them was with the team right now. Uh, right. But you know they'll they'll definitely probably get back before the playoffs start. Um, have adding Joe Kim Noah was good because he's an, another defensive guy that you can really. He looked pretty good, man. He did. I wasn't expecting him to look as good as he did. Yeah, he did. He did. I have to say. Okay, that. so so okay, so every game. Oh, okay, so so after today, right? The mm-hmm. eight games start right on the thirty first. Mm-hmm. I believe so. Okay. The thirtieth. Right. Okay. So here's here's the Mavericks schedule. You got the Rockets. Then you got the Suns. Mm -hmm. Then you got the Kings. Mm -hmm. Then you got the Clips. Mm -hmm. Then you got the Bucks. Mm -hmm. Then you got Utah, Portland, and then you got the Suns again. Two definite losses. They'll go four and three. three They'll go four and three. They'll go four. They'll go four and three. And that's still not going to be enough to catch uh, the Thunder, the Rockets, or the Jazz, in my opinion. So they're going to stay at that seven spot. Now, it depends whether the Nuggets and Clippers switch. That'll be the big factor. Because I don't see the Jazz jumping either one of those teams to get up 
to the second spot. And I definitely don't see the Lakers falling down to the second seed. The Lakers are going to be the number one seed. That's a for sure thing. Yeah, that's locked. Yeah, that's locked. Yeah. So, but uh, we'll be, we're going to take another quick break. Uh, I want to thank JJ for being on with us, talking some NBA and baseball as well. Uh, JJ, where can they go follow you at too? Because I know you got some Corgi love too, man. Oh, uh, yeah. We got some <laughs> Corgi puppies on the way. So you can follow them at Rocket and Hope. Hey. So, hey, you want a Corgi? Hit us up. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at JJ Salinas underscore. And my, you can follow my photography page because as of right now, that is my current only job. And that is, uh, uh, what is it? DJJ Salinas. Yep, DJJ Salinas. Yeah, you, you just follow me. Yep. That is it, man. Well, JJ, we thank you. Uh, y'all also uh, watch out. Uh, JJ and I are having a, a new podcast coming out uh, uh, called The Bullpen. So y'all check that out. Coming out really soon. We'll be talking about some baseball stuff over there for all you big baseball fans. So JJ, looking yes, forward sir. to that. Man, I appreciate you. Sorry I was late, but... Yeah, you good, hey. man. <laughs> you good, man. But uh, we'll be right back, y'all. Y'all check out this next song. We'll be right back. Living in the clouds, vivid pictures, got a haze now I remember days when the shit was just a phase Now I can't go a day without enough to keep me sane Now I'm so hard to explain, I've been coping with pain I love hard from a distance, cause I know I fast to change I'm sorry I'm to blame, but mostly all our problems I'm caught up in my ways, ain't no way to get around it But if you take a second, take a step back, take a look at me And we are back Y'all just heard Circles by Gochi Swisher, our very own Swish. Uh, some unreleased music, man. Coming with the fire, man. He was in his bag. He was in his bag. So, uh, you know, I just wanted to, you know, I got inspired last night watching DMX and Snoop Dogg, bro. So, you know, I had to, I had to give a little sign out to the people today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel it. I feel it, man. But um, we want to get back into a conversation about the NBA and... Um, you know, some some guys that impressed us on the first, you know, uh, scrimmages. Uh, Seth Curry was on fire for the Mavs. Man, man. I'm, I'm so glad Seth did that for us, man. Because I'm a Seth fan, you know, since Duke. I don't know how you feel. Oh, yeah. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> I am. You know, I feel about all the Duke guys, bro. So, I, it's just so good to see Seth finally going off and letting people know that he's not just a little brother. Bro, he, I hope he, he was looking like big brother out there. Mm-hmm. Man, I hope he continues it, man. I ain't gonna punch you. Yeah, man. He he's really proven his worth in the NBA, man. He's, you know, I'm I'm really really happy he's getting this getting this opportunity. But um, uh, yeah. he stood out um, for the Lakers. We, he, we, he went eight for eight. I ain't gonna. Yeah, I know, right? He he sure did. Uh, for the Lakers. Um, we got a chance to see Deion Waiters. Hooping. Hooping. And JR. Yeah, and JR. He's pretty good. You know what I'm saying? He needs to. I feel like. Uh, I feel like the offense just needs to change a little bit, as in like the motion. I feel like we're crowding a little bit more. And okay. we're forcing that one on one type play. But well, I mean, other than that, you got to think about it. It's, it's the first scrimmage, bro. You know how it is. I feel you. I feel you. But I mean, it's not like we haven't been practicing. Yeah, but it's different once you get against yeah. other competition that doesn't. I mean, they they, they come in with their own scheme. 
You can't mm-hmm. anticipate what they doing and they don't know what you're doing. You know what I mean, so they just playing their defense. Mm-hmm. I anticipate them getting it to get the next game or maybe the game after that. Now, if they don't going into the season, that's where we can start to bring up these conversations. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But I expect them to be okay. Um, yeah. They're, they're uh, also high on uh, their, their rookie, Taylor Horton Tucker. Whoa, what was he doing out there? Uh, he had some decent drives to the rack. I mean, it, you know. No, I, I mean, I, I saw him making a, a, a couple of out of control plays. I mean, oh, he did. I saw him do. I saw him do some nice things, but I seen an air ball. I saw him throw yeah, the ball saw, out, out of bounds a couple times. I saw that too. <laughs> so. I mean, I know he has talent, but right. I don't know. I'm not that high on him right now, but I'm not judging anybody. I mean, I know they first game back, bro. Right, right, right. I mean. They're just, I guess, the Lakers organization is impressed with his work ethic, and you know he lost some, sh- he lost some weight because coming in he looked kind of chubby. I was just like, what? So, you know, we'll, we'll see, we'll see moving up. Yeah, for sure. I know a lot of guys are coming back in way better shape, bro, and a lot yeah. of guys are looking better. Oh, I love it. Before I love the it. Season. Like that, like that Portland game today. Oh yeah, Nurkic yeah. was looking wonderful today. Nurkic, yeah. Zach Collins got a chance it. to come back out there it. too. Mm-hmm. A lot of guys came back impressive, man. Yep. I can't wait to see them sixes, boy. Yeah, right. I know, I know, I know. They're going to look nice. Uh, the Pacers look pretty decent, too, um, all things considered. I was surprised to see Victor out there. I was, too. I thought he wasn't playing. Um, but, uh, yeah, he looked good. Um, I can't really say too much about the Spurs. I mean, Lonnie led him in scoring. Today, well, I mean that's a good sign because he is the future. Lonnie and uh, who else? Murray looked good. Oh yeah, Lonnie and Murray. Yeah, yeah, Murray looked pretty good. Yeah, Lonnie and Murray, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of, yeah they kind of have to take the the means into their own hands. Some plays, some possessions. Yeah. But it's just that offense, man. That offense is taking too long. Like I feel like y'all need to move away from that. With that type of with those type of guards, with that slasher kind of mentality. Yeah. I agree. I like, yeah, yeah, I feel like they need to get away from that. But I think right now we're doing that because we don't have any post-present. Aldridge is out for the season. We found out Trey Lyles is going to be out for the season. He's not even going to play because they were going to run some of the offense through him. But um, right now you got you only have Pirtle, uh Metsu, and uh, uh, was it Cody or Tyler Zeller as your bigs. So, you know, they're hurting a little bit right now. They really are. So we'll see, but um, can't wait till they, you know, full games start uh, July the thirtieth. I think the first one is what the Lakers, Clippers, or Pelicans, Jazz, something like that. It's one of the first games. So yeah, I know the Lakers are first in the lineup. Yep. So we're, we're waiting on that. Um. But uh, uh-huh. I want to get into some NFL. Um, we're talking Madden ratings, guys. Um, we did QB last week, and we did um, oh, we did QB and uh, running back last week. So now we're gonna get into the tight end and the wide receiver uh, ranking. Or the top ten rankings, I should say. So, 
This is how we're looking, guys, for the tight ends for Madden 21 overall. Number one, we got George Kittle from the 49ers sitting at a 98. Number two, Travis Kelsey at a 97. Number three, Rob Gronkowski at a 95. Number four, wow. number four, Zach Ertz at a 90. Number five, Austin Hooper, 89. Six, Evan Ingram, 88. Seven, Jarrett Cook, 87. Eighth, Mark Andrews, 86. Nine, Greg Olson, 86. And 10th, Darren Waller at 85. So I'm going to start with UEA. Who's too high? Who's too low? Man, uh, I feel like the bottom five. I feel like the bottom five is okay. I feel like you can switch up maybe number 10 for number eight. Greg Olson. I feel like, honestly, I feel like him and Rob. I mean, okay, you bump up Greg. What was he, number six, right? Nine. Seven? Greg Olson was number nine. Number nine? Oh, yeah, bump him up. Bump him up to maybe like number six, number seven. He was injured this year. Um, okay, but here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Rob, we haven't seen Rob in how long? Oh, I got you. I'm not. I'm not disputing that, but I'm just saying for Greg Olson. But continue. So I say you drop Rob maybe like two spots, due to the fact that okay, if we're gonna put Greg Olson at number nine, we need to drop Rob maybe like two spots just because he's been retired and we don't even know what he looks what he looks like. Uh huh. Okay. Other than that, I feel like the list is is okay. I feel like you could have added. Couple more names from different from different other teams. Who would you have added? Well, as far as the list goes, yeah. I, only issue you drop Gronk maybe two spots. Who would you have added? Ooh. What's that? What's that? The tight end from uh from the Chargers. What's his name? Uh, you're talking about the one that's been there for a long. Is it Antonio? Antonio Gates? Yeah, he's gone. Yeah, he's not there anymore. Gates, uh, who does he play for? Antonio Gates. Can't retire. I thought he retired. And he left. I thought he did. Um. Uh, no, I guess he did. Yeah, he did retire. Hmm. Um. I don't even know who the Chargers tight end is right. Yeah, yeah, I didn't even hear about that. I don't even know who the Chargers tight end is right now. Um, yeah, me either, man. Yeah, other than that, yeah, I mean, everybody else probably pretty much just falls under the line. Oh, Hunt, oh man. Hunter That's Henry. That's disrespectful. I'm very disappointed in you, but since it's my turn, I'm going to go ahead and tell you that Gronk is too high and my man Zach Ertz is way too low. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how Ertz isn't a top three receiver in this league. I mean, a uh, tight end in this league, but, I mean, I Ertz. guess that's my bias, showing. Ertz is a top three? Top three, bro. I could, I could see that. I could Stand see that. Cause, I mean, he, he's, he is only one spot what below. Got it. What else? I could see you saying that Kittle's over him, and I could see you saying uh, Kelsey. Kelsey's over. Him. Right. But other than that, bro. No, I agree. I, I, I can agree with you on that because I'll, I'll let you finish. Go ahead. <clears throat> no, no, that's other than that. I'm not taking no argument. Earth's top three in my. And it's not just a bias thing, it's just his production. I mean, he'll receive, he'll block. he do what he do. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to first say this. I'm surprised that, Swish, you didn't mention your other tight end, Dallas uh, Goddard, or Go- Gobbert Goddard. Um, oh, yeah, Goddard? Yeah. 
He should probably be sneaking in that top he, 10. He should somewhere. be in that top 10. He should be in that he top 10. He should be sneaking 10. in there. Uh, at either 9 or 10. Um, it's just because I haven't seen him with us yet, so I don't really know. You know what I mean? Fair. <laughs> um, I feel like Ingram should be over Hooper. Uh, Evan Ingram has been balling for uh, the uh, Giants. Um, yeah. So I don't understand why he's he's low on that on that total pole. Um, yeah, that is that is the Giants guy, right? I know there's a there's another Ingram for. Uh, is it the Saints? No, no. Who's that tight end for the Saints? The Saints tight end is. I know he's a bigger guy. I can't remember his name right now. Though. Uh, I can't think of his name either. No, Jared. Uh... Jared Cook. Yeah, I like him. Yeah, he's uh, number seven on the rating. Yeah, I like that. But no, I'm, I'm talking about... I like about... him having a breakout year this year. My bad, go ahead, though. No, you're good. Um, I was thinking about the guy from the Colts. I thought they had an Ingram on theirs as well. For some reason. Well, theirs is Jack Doyle. Uh He's been there for a while, too, huh? He has. But anyway, um, back to what I was going to say. Yeah, I I could see Ingram over Hooper. Gronkowski, when last seen, he was hobbled and could barely play. So I don't know why he makes this top ten list, first off. I'm not saying because he doesn't have the skill, but we haven't seen him. The same thing with Cam Newton. So, I don't know. And that's my thing. If you're going to disrespect Cam like that, just for having a couple down years. You've seen Grant not really producing like that either. Never mind, I'll take that back. But he's been retired. I mean, so like, how can you come back and read him this high? Well, even when he was, even when they won that Super Bowl, he was he was hurt a lot of it. You know what I mean? So, yeah. but I will say that, um, yeah, you can move Ertz into that top three. And Kittle over Kelsey, that's a very, very... That's a good conversation. That that's tough. Because anyway, I'm giving I'm, I'm giving it to the Super Bowl champion, but that's just me. That's what I was going to say. Um, but I just feel like I just feel like not. I mean, no disrespect to Kelsey, but I feel like for that San Fran offense, I feel like he's maybe that number. On, on most sets, maybe number two or number three option, but I feel like Garoppolo needs Kittle more than Mahomes needs Kelsey, if that makes sense. Well, yeah, because, I mean, Mahomes, Kelsey just got better weapons around. Okay, so Kittle's production this year, guys, all right? <clears throat> 85 receptions. Uh, 1,053 yards, uh, 12.4 for the average, five touchdowns. His production was actually down from previous year where he had 88 receptions, uh, 1,377 yards, and 15.6 for the average uh, compared to Travis Kelsey. 
Give me one second. Come on, man. What happens when you have that bootleg Wi-Fi? <laughs> All right. Travis Kelsey had 97 receptions last year. Uh, 1,229 yards, for average of 12.7. year before that, he had a 103-13-36-13-13-13-13-13-13-13-13-13-13-13-13-13-13-13-13-13-13-13-13-13-13-13-13-13-13-13-13-13-13-13-13-13-13-13-13-13-13-13-13-13-13-13-13-13-13-13-
than than Kittle was. That's just me. Personally, I give the, I give the blocking to Kittle. Really? By by a little bit. Okay. By a little bit. That's fair. That's fair. But but for me, Kelsey gets the edge because I think he's a better deep ball threat. Okay, I can see that. But that that may be attested to the quarterback that can get the ball there. I mean, but right. Maybe we just see it more from Kelsey. But I don't know. It just looks like to me he gets. And he runs better routes. His routes, his routes are Right. So. He's just like more agile. Right. If I had to sum it all up. I got you. So that, that's a good conversation. That, that, and neither one of them got 99 in the 99 club, which I kind of find a little bit odd. Like, I felt like if they would have given it to Kelsey, they would have put him in the 99 club. And he's been there before. So why yeah, was it? He's, I mean, he's not that. He, I mean, he's not that fast. I mean, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I'm not gonna. You can't give anybody just that 99. That's true. So, especially at that particular position. True, but if he, if but Kelsey, you, go ahead, switch. I was just about to say you should be rated on your position. So if you're a 90, if you're great at this position, I mean, you should be deserving of it. It don't matter if he's not that fast. I'm just adding that in. Fair right. enough. Fair enough. And also, I mean, give him no no 99 strength or no 99 something. Right, but also. You know what I'm saying? Also, um, if you look at Kelsey from the previous year, he had ten touchdowns and more yards. So it's kind of like he was he got that ninety nine status. So it's like Kittle hasn't gotten there because he only had five touchdowns in both of his you know in his, his previous two se- or this se- this past season in twenty eighteen. So it's kind of like. So what, so maybe, maybe, maybe I'll say this. Maybe we haven't seen the best of Kittle yet because Kelsey has been in the league a little bit longer than Kittle has. So maybe right now, as of right now, we haven't seen the best of Kittle and we're going to see the best of Kittle coming up. If not, he's going to want to trade because he's not getting, you know, the, the ball enough from uh, Garoppolo. I mean, you know, we'll have to see. I doubt it. He, he, he has a good role. He plays his role. I don't see him going anywhere anytime soon. We will see. Especially with them almost winning the Super Bowl. Like, but they can yeah. can they go back though? Because I don't think they can go back, personally. Especially I don't think they can go back. Especially Why? because uh, in the playoffs they were reduced to a running team, and we found out Garoppolo can't throw the ball. So defenses are gonna now hone in on the run to make Garoppolo throw the ball. And they're gonna, you know, make San Francisco a throwing team. So Garoppolo is gonna have to dramatically and drastically improve his throwing accuracy, or else they're gonna be shut down. Because it was proven in that Super Bowl, they started off, you know, a little hot. You had Mostert um, putting in a lot of work, um, but if you make them a throwing team, Garoppolo's gonna lose you games. That's why. See, that's why it's a game of adjustment. That's why. That's why we have sports. That's why we play the game. No, that's true. Yeah, for sure. But we, I think Jimmy, we, Jimmy G's still young for me, bro. So I'm not ready to give up on him yet. I see a lot of potential. And that was bro. yeah. And that was his first year too, right? In, in San Fran. No, well, first full year. Yeah. Yeah, first full year. Mm-hmm. Give him some time. Give him. Give him some time. Give him and Kyle Shanahan some time. We'll see. Because my only, my only, my only uh, issue with that is look what happened to a Jared Goff. Granted, I'm not saying he's as good as Jimmy Garoppolo, but once they figured out, you know, make him a throwing team, Goff started throwing interceptions, you know, heavy. And they didn't make the playoffs. Yeah. So. No, that's true. Yeah. A lot, of, a lot of guys just ain't meant to be in the mix like that, you know what I mean? Right. 
LA never really, LA never really uh, had a line in my eyes like that. San Fran got a better line, but but their yeah. LA's defense was something to behold, though. So that's where I'm kind of like, ah, it's tough. It's tough on that one. But, so so um, it's San Fran's though. San Fran's defense was 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 good, but I don't know if they were as good though. Don't try to downplay. They were. I'm not saying I'm not downplaying. I'm not downplaying it. <laughs> I'm not downplaying it. They were in the Super Bowl, but the Rams, the Rams defense was like it was that defense. That's what people were really hyping them up for. Was for that defense. You know what I mean? Uh, that Rams defense back then was aggressive. That's the same Rams that broke Carson Wentz up. I mean, so. yeah. So it was definitely different going against them. Right, right, right. So that's all that I was saying with that. Um, I want to move on to the wide wide outs, to wide receivers. So, number one right now, we got Michael Thomas at 99. Number two, DeAndre Hopkins at 98. Number three, Julio Jones, 97. Number four, Tyree Kill at a 96. Number five, Devontae Adams, 94. Number six, Amari Cooper at a 93. Number seven, Ooh. Stephon Diggs at a 92. Number eight, Mike Evans at a 92. Number nine, Odell Beckham Jr. at a 91, and number 10, Keenan Allen at a 91. So I'm going to start with you. Who's too high? Who's too low? Amari Cooper is too high. Yeah, Amari too high, Odell too low. But I'm yeah, not too say, Yeah, I say you put Amari maybe like that 6 or 7 range, maybe. Mm-hmm. But Odell has to be top 5. Yeah, are we really disrespecting Odell like that, huh? Because maybe it's the team that he's on, maybe because he hasn't produced. I don't, I don't get, I don't, I don't really don't get these ratings or what make ninety nine like a ninety nine. Like I really don't, I really don't get it. I think they base it off their production the previous year. Obviously not, because look at Gronkowski. Exactly. Like what? That's what I'm saying. Like I really don't know what determines a ninety nine. So, for me. I hear y'all with Odell Odell Beckham Jr. being too low at a 91 to a degree because he has been injured. And that's why I griped with y'all too that Gronkowski doesn't need to be that high. He doesn't even need to be in the top 10. So we're on the same page there. Um, Talent-wise, Odell Beckham Jr. is, you know, he's he's more talented than practically all the guys on this list. But production-wise, he just hasn't had it. Um, is it because he hasn't had the quarterback? That probably has to do, you know, with a good part of it. So this year, I expect him to have a better year. Um, and I don't expect Baker Mayfield to be the starting quarterback for that long either. So having said that, Michael Thomas at number one. You can argue that with you can argue that with Julio Jones. You, I'm not. You, you, That's you, somebody you, who wasn't even on the list. He has to be at least number three or four. Julio Jones? Nah, he is. Julio, 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 Julio Jones number three. three. Oh, he was three? Oh, yeah. Okay, I didn't catch that. Yeah. I, you, could, you could potentially put Julio at number one. I would put him right behind Michael Thomas at number two and over DeAndre Hopkins. I, I have to put Julio. I'm not putting that stuff. That's totally I'm not putting Julio. He had a rough year this year. He had a rough year. Julio? Julio. I'm not putting him over here at DeAndre. So that's the only thing. I, I, I want to agree with Swish. 
He is good. He definitely top five. I'll put him in my top three. He's one of my favorite receivers. He is. And I like DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins if is probably... it, If we're basing it off production, okay. Right. DeAndre Hopkins is one of my favorite receivers too. But based on production, DeAndre Hopkins deserves number two. I get that. But I would put Julio above DeAndre Hopkins in my opinion. Um, Tyreek Hill... Over Devontae Adams, I'm okay with that. I mean, Devontae Adams has been one of the best. He's been one of the top receivers in the league, too, for the Packers. Let's not forget. Um, yeah. Cooper is too high. I don't know how he's above Deion, uh, above Stephon Diggs. I don't know how he's above Mike Evans. I don't know how he's above Odell Beckham Jr. So I, put I don't him... know how he's on the list. Give it a buck, man. I mean, I can see him. I could, could be right down next to Alshon Jeffries. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> top, top, top 15, top 20 type stuff. Like. I can see him being a number nine because I don't know who else I would put above him right now. Bro, maybe, oh. maybe, okay, I would say this. A healthy A.J. Green, I would put above him. I would put him. For put, sure. But I wouldn't put Keenan Allen above him. I'm trying to think. Larry Fitzgerald is older. Um, Marquise Goodwin is another name, but I wouldn't put him man, above where Cooper. Is Juju at on that list? Where would you put Emmanuel at? Juju, Emmanuel Juju had a tough year. Emmanuel Sanders, I wouldn't put him above Cooper right now. Because Cooper, Cooper, here's the thing. Emmanuel Sanders isn't a number one receiver anymore. He's not a number one receiver nah, anymore. I don't think he is. Cooper either. could... St- Still contend to be a number one receiver, although most cases against the top guys he wouldn't be, but he can still be a number one receiver. So that's why I still give him that slot up in the top. This is what I'm saying. I'm still doing it. So you know that that to me. Other than that, I think the list is not bad. I think the list not too bad at all. At list is not, not bad. bad. Uh, probably missing maybe one or two names. Other than that, rearrange it, and it's okay. Juju to, uh, I think Swish said Juju. He had a tough year. Ben Roethlisberger back in there next year um, to starting QB, and then I think they'll be able to do some things to where he'll, he'll be able to get back up there towards the top. So, but, um, other than that, yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Other than that, not a bad list at all. Um, so, like I said, we'll be doing... A uh, couple more ratings. We have a couple more ratings going on. Um, we'll get some more of those next week. But um, I want to also shout, say that uh, Washington, uh, formerly known as the Redskins, have just changed their name as of right now to the Washington football team. Which is the most 2020 thing ever. <laughs> yeah, they have no idea, bro. They're all they're stuck. They have no identity, man. They're they're going through a really hard crisis time right now in Washington. Hey, shout out to shout out to my hometown, Seattle, though. You know what I'm saying? We got our first uh, NHL team going down. Yeah, the Seattle Seattle Kraken. Hey, shout out. (laughs) You see, (laughs) the Swiss's face is maybe he's there. 
It's like, hey, you gotta start somewhere, though. You gotta start somewhere. Fair. No, I mean, I'm all for the NHL, bro. I'm, a, I'm an NHL advocate, but but he the said that the crack crazy name. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I mean, you look at the logo. It's pretty cool. I mean, it's not like you know, it's like you know, the, the whole Pirates of the Caribbean type thing, you know. Their slogan. I mean, I their know, slogan could be. Water, you know all that. Their slogan fear. could be "What's cracking?" I don't know. <laughs> you know the monster, like the Loch Ness monster, the cracking. Oh my goodness! Um, also Real quick to... though about the Redskins, I just wanted to ask: Do y'all mm -hmm. think it's possible that they would sell that team? That they can? Or they, or they well, win? you'd have to get Dan Snyder out of out of power, and I don't think that they're gonna do that uh, as of now. But maybe because there are some allegations that came up against them, so you never know. You never know. Uh, I'm just wondering because that's what it smells like to me. I mean, that renaming it that is it, just questionable to me, bro. It's like, do they even care about it? Is what it seems like to me. Yeah. It's like it's like you haven't even thought about another name. It's just like, okay, well, they don't like it. We'll just, we'll just get rid of it and we'll For just now. get petty. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it doesn't even matter. It's like like you don't have the time to sit down with your with your board members and come up with an actual name. All right, so All right, and that's one thing. It has to be something behind the scenes. But go ahead, Marsh. Just asking you guys, what would you guys rename the team? Shit, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, I, I mean, I've lived, I've lived in Washington for a period of time. I mean, I don't. I mean, it just depends on you know what the what the culture is, or you know, I I have no idea as of right now. Mm-hmm. Um, like, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Why not go to the fans? Why not go to the city? Why, why not go to the city for feedback? They did that though. They had like a poll and they had the fans involved, and then they came up with this. I mean, certain fans don't. You know, a lot of the fans don't have a, a problem with the name because you know some even some of the uh, Native Americans <clears throat> don't even have a problem with it. Um, you know, but. They've changed it, um, and I, I, you know, I, I'm I'm okay with them changing it. Um, I honestly say, why don't they name, name it the Washington Pigskins if they want to just do that? Pigskins happens to be a football term. You know what I mean? You you put yourself back in the hole. It's not racist. It, <laughs> Ain't calling no, nobody. The Washington Warriors or something. That's what. Now that's what. That's one of the top ones that um, I remember. Uh, Stephen A. Smith had said, "Just change it to the Washington Warriors," and I was like, "Eh, maybe." Washington Knights or something. I don't know. Something. Right. Something. Yeah, we could do that. <laughs> um, something, man. But we're gonna take one more quick break, guys, and we'll be right back to wrap it up. Check out this next song, and we'll be right back. Just heard Morning Jam by Lakey Inspired. 
All I can say is good morning, uh, Lakey. <laughs> you always be coming out with the jams. I love Lakey, man. Appreciate it. Need to get you on the show one day, bro. <clears throat> but um, last couple things I want to talk about. So, number one, Minnesota Timberwolves owners looking to sell the team. And Kevin Garnett's trying to get a group together to buy the team, which I would really like to see. I would like to see KG... Uh, become the owner of the Timberwolves. I mean, he was a long-time player there. Uh, he's their all-time leading scorer. Um, I mean, he put Minnesota on the map. Um, so I would love to see that. But right now, the lead, uh, the, the, the uh, group in the lead to get the team would be the Vikings uh, owners, the Minnesota Vikings owners. So we'll see. I hope KG can... Somehow come back and, and, and get that, uh, get a team together to buy the team because that would, that would be big. That would really, really be big. So, uh, secondly, I want to give a shout out to Killian Mbappe of uh, PSG. He's now the face uh, or the cover on the cover of uh, 2K uh, or was it? Well, FIFA, I should FIFA. say. Excuse me, FIFA 21. That was a 2K. That was a 2K. <laughs> yeah, FIFA 21. Uh, French national player, man. He's That guy is, is, is something else, man. He really, really is. Uh, um, I kind of call him the Giannis of, of soccer because he's he's a freak athlete. He's like 6'3", and he's fast and has ball control. And, and just one, he's going to be one of the best players you know, in the world. Um, right now, so that's dope. That's dope. Yep. Shout out to him. Um, in some soccer news, real quick. Uh, Man U ended up tying West Ham United uh, to put them in the third place right now. Uh, Chelsea lost to Liverpool uh, five to three to stay at sixty three points, and Leicester City lost to Tottenham. To stay at 63 as well. So, right now, Man U's last game will be against Leicester. That'll probably be for the final uh, slot in the top four. Uh, moving into the Champions League next year. So, that'll be a good one. Uh, Chelsea plays the Wolves. Uh, which they probably should win. That'll still be a tough matchup. So, we'll see going forward. But that's in the EPL um, right now. And I also want to give a big shout out to Serena Williams. Um, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I uh, see. It was Serena Williams, Abby Wambach, Mia Hamm, and Natalie Portman. They're looking to purchase a soccer team. Um, I can't remember where right now. I, I'm mad because I remembered it all week. <clears throat> I can't remember where they're purchasing that team. But uh, she is also making her daughter uh, part owner of that team. She'll be the youngest sports owner, professional sports owner ever. You know, I think that's kind of dope. Thoughts on that, guys? So smart, man. Generational mm-hmm. wealth. Mm-hmm. Got to start young, man. Mm-hmm. Got to start a new wave, and I, I really I respect it 100%. Yeah. So, it'll be really, really, really good. Um, oh, called the Angel City uh, soccer team based in Los Angeles. Uh, I believe it's a woman. Yeah, it's a women's soccer team in Los Angeles. So, that's... That is really, really cool, man. That really, really is cool. Um, And also, we do have the U.S. Open coming up end of the month. 
Uh, they're still planning to have it. Uh, although they canceled the Cincinnati tournament, um, which is one of the tune-ups for the U.S. Open. So I'm hoping that it still goes on um, so we can keep it going. But that'll do it for the show, guys. It's been Stats vs. Facts, episode number 37, man. Another great show. Another great show for sure. Uh, you can uh, go check our podcast out on Breaker. Mm-hmm. You can check us out on Google Podcast. What else? You can check us out on uh, Radio Public. You can check us out on Spotify. And you can check mm-hmm. us out on Anchor. Dot FM. Mm-hmm. Type in stats vs period facts sports talk. That's stats versus facts sports talk. And if you don't do that, what happened, EA? Man, if you don't type in that vs, you're gonna be tuned in to some bs. So make sure you type in that name. <laughs> big facts, big facts, man. And you can follow me on IG at a cool best M two. Been uh, putting up some uh, cool trick shots. Uh, and countdown for the NBA season, man. Been, been pretty cool, been pretty cool. So check that out. Uh, also on Twitter, MarshallBest14. You can check that man Swish out on. You can follow me on IG at GoCheeseSwishOrSucasso. And you can hit me on Twitter at Sucasso. Also, you can find me on every digital streaming platform at GoCheeseSwisher. Yeah. I mean, follow me. Yes, sir. You can follow EA at. As well, uh... All music streaming platforms at uh, eStatus, uh, predominantly SoundCloud. Uh, as far as social media, Snapchat, Twitter, you can hit me up at EA underscore all bucks. Again, that is EA underscore all bucks. It's got all type of content, basketball, meal prep, anything you need. Call at me. Absolutely. Also, 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 hold on. Wait a minute, baby. Wait a minute. Get at me on Xbox, go baby. If you ever want to get shot down in Call of Duty or cooked in 2K, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he, said, he said Xbox. Yeah, I got the Xbox too. So yeah, hit me up at yeah. EA John Wick 13. Again, capitalize EA John Wick 13. Mainly on uh, 2K, FIFA, GTA is where it's at. Let's get that money. Two, uh, I mean, PlayStation 2. I'm on there too. Just hit me. Hey, you, you going to get that five? Uh, yeah, I'm getting them both, bro. Uh, yeah, I don't know what I'm going to get first, but I'm going to end up getting something. There you go. There. <laughs> there you go. There you go, man. Uh, also, for our other partner, uh, Brooklyn, you can follow him on uh, IG, Hefe Pioneer, um, Twitter as well, Hefe Pioneer, and uh, on uh, music platforms as well. Um, we'll see him next week. Also, uh, for EA, he's been... Uh, putting out some uh, questions for y'all, you know, some debates, you know, such as who will win between the Dream Team 92 and the and, well, not necessarily Redeem Team, but that 2012 Olympic team, who will win you know, in the basketball game. I liked it, man. I liked it. <laughs> man, I don't know, man. Me, me, me some uh, some partners, man, we're just throwing around some ideas, man, and somehow somehow always basketball comes up. Yeah, and I just have to, I just have to propose that question to America. So you know, I, I gotta hope y'all uh, follow me on my Twitter. You know, again at ea underscore all bucks. Go ahead and uh, answer to the poll. Absolutely, absolutely, man. Uh, appreciate again, uh, TWA wrestling champion Tony Batista for joining us. Thank again, uh, baseball analyst JJ for joining us as well. 
Uh, you guys stay tuned in, stay well, uh, wear a mask, it'll save your ass. And uh, it's been Stats wow. versus Facts, episode number 37. It's a fact for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's a fact for, for sure. sure. And uh, oh, I also want to give a shout out to um, anybody working in the restaurant industry. Um, y'all are part of the first responders because without y'all, we couldn't keep going. You know what I mean? Um, so we appreciate all y'all as well. Keep us going. Uh, and until then, for Swish and EA, it's been your boy Marsh. We'll catch y'all next time on that Stats versus Fact. Hey, Stats versus Facts. Hey, you know where we at on the Stats versus Facts. Yeah, my boy, hella blacky black. Stats versus Facts. And you might get slapped by these Stats versus Facts. Hey. hey. All right, we'll catch y'all next time. Peace. America, y'all stay blessed out there, man. Stay safe. Yeah.